Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is Father Don Fite, administrator of Little Flower Parish in Middle Branch. Welcome, Father. Welcome to you. Well, <laughs> well, I guess I can say welcome because we both came from different places, and here we are at the studio uh, greeting everybody this morning as we begin a new week of discussing the beautiful call to pray. Yep, here we are. So we're going to continue our discussion from the UCAT, the Youth Catechism of the Catholic Church, about what we believe as Catholics, and, and we're going to be in the final section all week long talking about prayer. So let's start off today's show with defining what is prayer. Interesting, Tim. Uh, I recall probably from the Baltimore Catechism uh, memorization that we did as children in my generation, uh, something about prayer being the lifting up of the of the mind to God. But I noticed the Catechism focuses first on saying it's the turning of the heart toward God. So, you know, it is both, but uh, the heart is key. Uh, prayer is turning the heart toward God, says the Catechism, so that when we pray, we're entering into a relationship, a, a living relationship, it says, because God lives, and so do I. Uh, so prayer is that great gate, it says, that leads us into that relationship with the Lord. Kat, I know uh, in my prayer life, I've really tried to focus on what I'm saying and meaning the words that I say and to block out all uh, distractions, especially when I pray uh, before the Blessed Sacrament. And one of my prayers, when I do pray, whether I'm going to Mass, saying the Rosary, whatever, is that I pray with a heart that's filled with holy and divine love so that I can love God somewhat the way that he loves me. I'll never yeah. love as perfectly and, and precisely right. and, and great as he does, yeah. but to have a heart filled with love so that when I pray, I, I can have more power and effect in my prayers. And really, Tim, you're, just, you're getting at the essence, aren't you? Of what, it's really, uh, it's love. Prayer is, is, is being open to the presence of God loving you and, and my response to that. Um, I'll share with you a little uh, verse here that comes, it's an optional prayer in the uh, prayer book of the priests and other people who use the Liturgy of the Hours, but it, it's an optional beginning, which I think is really uh, very helpful to me. It, it says, Lord, open my lips to praise your holy name and cleanse my heart of the worthless, evil, or distracting thoughts that would come to me during this time. Give me the wisdom and love that'll be necessary to pray with attention, with reverence, and devotion. So, Father, let this prayer be heard in your presence because it's offered through Christ our Lord. And I often begin my daily prayer that way. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. I, lo I love the uh, liturgy, the hours. I've uh, just started within the last couple of months, and the only reason I was able to do that conveniently uh -huh. is because I got a smartphone. Uh -huh. And on my smartphone, I downloaded an app called Laudate, L-A-U-D-A-T-E. Which means let us pray in Latin, yeah. Mm -hmm. Laudate. That's praise. Yeah, praise God. And it has the daily readings from uh, the Mass each day. It has the saint of the day, but it has the liturgy of the hours. How beautiful. 
And uh, it's actually, instead of having a breviary like you have and the religious have, it's already broken down from uh, dawn and all the different prayers throughout the day. There's like eight different times throughout the day which we can pray. And I've yet to develop the habit of being able to go through all eight, but I try and find little pockets of time where Mm -hmm. I can sit down and spend five or ten minutes and, and go through the different uh, prayers throughout the day. And again, it's focusing on God. Uh, it's mostly scriptures as well as the Psalms. That's right. And uh, it's really helped me. So again, if you have a smartphone and you haven't downloaded Living Bread Radio, do that. And if you haven't downloaded Laudate, it's really helped my prayer life and given me a lot of uh, tools. And also included on that app are two entire Bibles, the New American Bible and the Dewey Rames, as well as the uh, Stations of the Cross, and it also has a prayer to the Holy Spirit for confession and an examination of conscience. So it's really an excellent tool where we can use technology to help bring us closer to God. That's right. And still, Tim, with all of that, it still takes the decision, doesn't it, to do it. Uh, We'd like to, we know we're supposed to pray always, uh, and yet we get so busy, we get distracted. So we have to find little ways to uh, uh, just decide, I'm going to do this when I first wake up, or I'm going to do this before I go to bed, or I'm going to do this uh, at noontime before I eat my lunch, or whatever. We, we each have to craft our day in such a way that, that the Lord is always uh, being uh, brought back to our attention because we get so busy. It's not that we want to ignore him, is it? Uh, but... Uh, uh, praying is living in the presence of the Lord, and so many times, prayer for me is uh, is very. It's those little. Um, one of the saints uh, said it's like little javelins, uh, little spears like we, we we throw out in the direction of God huh, with our attention, and uh, He's just glad to hear from us any time. It's funny. Uh, we taped a show last Friday with Father Joe Lobbock, my my pastor at Sacred Heart in Wadsworth, and. He passed me and beat me here, and he said when he drove by me, he says, you were talking to somebody. And I go, yeah, I was talking to God. I was saying my rosary. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. So, again, that, for me, that's when I'm in my car. I like, uh-huh. to, I like to pray the rosary or do the Divine Mercy Chaplet. Sure. Which, uh, again, you, you steal those little 20 minutes here, five minutes here, 10 that's minutes right. there, and get yeah. those prayers in. Uh, the UCAT asking question 470, what prompts a person to pray? Well, first of all, the the catechism rightly says there's planted within us a longing uh, for something beyond ourselves. It's a longing for the the God from whom we come. Uh, He created me, and uh, so he planted deep within me a longing to know uh, know God. And uh, (laughs) I was born uh, on the Feast of St. Augustine, so I've always treasured, uh, you know, this little snippets of things I've learned from him. And this is one of his most famous uh, expressions that the Catechism gives us here. Our hearts are restless until they rest in you. And boy, oh boy, uh, Tim, isn't it true that uh, the busy lives that we lead, uh, how restless we are uh, and how lack of peace we experience uh, until we start learning. So the journey you take right now to deepen prayer life through the Liturgy of the Hours, uh, anybody who, myself, uh, just to, uh, not to let it become routine, 
even though I've been using it for years, uh, I was so uh, thrilled when um, Pope Francis, the very first or second day of his uh, taking over as our new pope, said, I love the praying of the Liturgy of the Hours, because huh? it gave me encouragement. Don't give up on it just because it might seem like, oh, the same old, same old. Huh? It's always an, it's. It's always a tool to place myself in the presence of God with the very prayers of Jesus. And uh, so what prompts us to pray? Sometimes it's just the Spirit that says, you need to pray right now. But many times, isn't it just because I've made a decision with God's help, I'm going to do this. And uh, so we pray for the fidelity uh, to the commitments we've made to pray. Um, so, so a lot of times what prompts me to pray, it's the clock. <laughs> I notice it's, oh my gosh, you know, it's, uh, it's getting to be evening. Uh, I better make time for evening prayer. Uh, my life is so different as a parish priest. Every day seems to be so different from every other day in mm-hmm. terms of the scheduling. So I need uh, helps. Uh, I love the fact that parish where I'm at has a bell that rings at 12 o'clock and 6 o'clock calling me to pray at the Angelus hour. And I've been trying for most of the years of my life to pray the Angelus on a regular basis. So um, anything can prompt us to pray. Sometimes it's just talking to a person who says, can you pray for me? And uh, once in a while, the Holy Spirit kicks me right there and says, pray right now. And I'll just ask them, why don't we pray right now? Sometimes we hold hands together and we say a prayer for some concern they have. Uh, Other times I promise that I will take that prayer to Mass the next morning. And uh, so uh, the, the catechism reminds us that prayer is is natural and human as our breathing. Huh? Uh, it's it, if as you get accustomed to being aware that you're not God. That's the biggest step we take. I'm not God, and God is God. So as I learn to put my day before the Lord and realize I can't, I can't expect to achieve this or that without God's help. Uh, many times I'll start an appointment uh, for, with people. I'll get halfway through it or all the way through it and then say, oh, my heavens. And I'll say to them, I forgot to lead us in prayer. And, of course, they think the priest is going to take the lead, so they would never say that probably. So I have to take the lead to say, let's pray. And uh, nobody's ever refused me that, I don't think. They were always glad when I said that. And uh, mm-hmm. so, I think prayer is the greatest way that as Christians we can show our love for one another is to pray with one another. And you, and you made a great point. Mm-hmm. If somebody asks us to pray for them, do it right then and now. That's can right. we take a minute and pray right now? Yeah. And yeah, I'll pray for you at Mass or I'll pray for you before the Blessed Sacrament. Mm-hmm. But let's just take a minute and pray right now. That's right. So we're showing our love for each other and in and, turn, and of course, our love for God. And I really am very grateful that I have uh, brothers and sisters who are not Catholic uh, but Christians who have shown me that spontaneity, uh, and they, did it, they do it so well, they've taught me uh, that any time is a good time to pray. Okay. Mm-hmm. So question 474 asks, how did Jesus pray? Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> how, how bold we would be to say we know. Uh, yet he gives us many indications. Uh, certainly um, we know that uh, he was raised in a family of prayer. What a privilege Mary and Joseph had to teach Jesus uh, how to pray uh, in terms of uh, the Jewish customs. Um, there's a book by Maria von Trapp. Uh, it's entitled when, Jesus, when the King Was a Carpenter. And Maria von Trapp researched uh, Jewish life and, 
gave us some beautiful uh, testimony of how Jewish people in their day structured their day with prayer. And I'm sure Jesus thrilled to do that. Um, but we know that uh, ultimately, as a divine person, he prayed always being in the presence of his Father. He was always praising his Father and thanking his Father and asking his Father for help. We know that when he faced important decisions in his life, uh, the Gospels are quick to say he spent the night in prayer. He went to the mountain to pray. And uh, so uh, we know that he, need, he felt a need to do that uh, with his Father. And of course, he was at synagogue a lot as well. Oh, sure. I mean, that was the, the way that the, the community came together for prayer. That's okay. Right. And the catechism goes on and say, says that Jesus' life was one single prayer. Absolutely. Uh, if prayer is just putting yourself in the presence of God, surrendering yourself to God, uh, depending totally on God, uh, didn't Jesus just do that uh, at every moment of his life? Okay. Uh, right up to the cross when he's still talking, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. So there he was faced with death, and he, he prayed for those who were killing him. But, of course, he always turned to his father. That's right. Yeah, he lived in the total presence of his father at all times. And we can do that, too. We can turn to our Heavenly Father at any time. Yeah, he'll help us. That's for sure. Great. Well, we've been listening to Father Don fight as we go through the UCAT, the Youth Catechism of the Catholic Church. And this week we're, we're talking about prayer. This has been Tim Perry, your host, reminding you that God loves you more than you can even imagine. Bye for now. This has been Faith with Father, a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.